BeastNet is brought to you by James Safety Services and in partnership with Beast OCR. Here we discuss all things OCR and fitness related, running, endurance, conditioning, wrecking, and more. Welcome to BeastNet. Hey everybody, it's Mike here, and I'm uh, this week I got with me Charity Fick. Um, Charity, can I introduce yourself? Let the let the listeners know who you are. I mean, we've had you on once before, but you know it's been a while. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, like you said, I'm Charity Fick. Um, Mike and I know uh, knew of each other through OCR, and I think actually this is the first time we got to race a course together. I've been yeah. doing OCR since my first one was 2013. And in Seattle, a couple weekends ago, I completed number eight and number nine, and we'll be doing Tough Mudder number 10 in Sydney, Australia in November. You're going to Sydney? We are oh, going I'm to so Sydney. Jealous. <laughs> yep. Oh. So is that for the year or total? Um, For the year after Sydney, it'll be five full Tough Mudders for me. Okay. It's- I was trying to figure out if it's like, you know, if you're like talking eight and nine for the year or eight and nine for, you know, for total, so. That's awesome. Um, I would love to go to Sydney. So what got you interested into the the OCR community? What got you going? What got me going? Okay, and this is a story many people heard, but uh, one night when my little daughter was a little baby, she was fussy, so I brought her downstairs, and I was kind of messing around on Facebook, and I saw something for Mud Run Guide and won a book off of that and then once i got the book there was a race called spartan race i'm like this looks interesting so i signed up for that and it kind of spiraled from there yeah yeah that's kind of you know it seems like most people have like the weirdest stories it's not just like i showed up and did a race there's always like something that like just randomly got them there so it's always interesting to hear so with Tough Mudder, I know you're a Tough Mudder ambassador. So what what does that mean? Okay. So with Tough Mudder ambassador, um, it basically you're your brand ambassador. So you represent the Tough Mudder community and the brand while you're on course. Um, what's really nice this year, which is news, we got our ambassador bibs, so we're more visual. And we talked to people about Tough Mudder. We're given a discount code. So anyone's first timers that comes and talks to us, they get 30% off. Uh, we help people on course. We kind of encourage people to help one another, and we're just there to represent the, ba- the brand. Um, I know that we do get some discounts from various vendors, but I haven't taken advantage of any of those this year yet, I don't think. All right. Well, that's cool. I mean, and if, for anyone that knows, I have never wanted to do a health mother. That was like my one race. I'm like, I don't want to do the electric shock. I want nothing to do with it. I ain't doing it. Charity, however, has bugged me for a while to try this. So recently in Seattle, like she mentioned, we raced together because I finally did the Tough Mudder. So it was fun because I ran into you. and We got about well, maybe, what, like two miles into the eight-mile course when we ran into each other? I think so because we were at the top of Abseil when we saw you guys because we started screaming your name. And then I think yes. we all kind of got together – that would have been kiss, not kiss of mud. Was it kiss of mud? No, it wasn't kiss of mud. It was the 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 tubes laying on top of us that Kyle had major issues with. Oh right, um, the, that one tight squeeze. I think it's called. Yeah, that one. That yeah, I didn't like that one either. But I was able to. It was like kind of like when my anxiety kicked in on that one. I was past the halfway point, so it's like it's going to be more like anxiety ridden to go back than it is just to finish it. So, but yeah, Kyle had major issues on that one, but it was, it was interesting. I mean, I, I haven't done a tough modder, so this was my first time and I hear people talk and they say the whole team atmosphere and I'm like, Oh, like Spartan. But now that I've done it, it is nothing like Spartan. Uh-huh. Does that make sense? Do you know what I mean? I mean, it do, is. do you like, feel that same feeling? I do, because when people say to you, what's the difference between Spartan and Tough Mudder? Um, I've done both brace, or sorry, both races, and I have respect for both brands, but Spartan to me is more about what you can do and how far you can go before you break. And it's very, I don't want to say self-centered because it's not, but it's very, very, very hardcore. Whereas Tough Mudder can be if you choose to race it that way, but You've, I personally find more people stopping even in championship races on Tough Mudder courses to help someone 
And you see a lot more people that are in bigger groups and are out there and are part of the community. Yeah. So it does make perfect sense for sure. It does. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, the one thing is someone was asking me this week what the difference was. And I, I pretty much said in Spartan, it's a lot more individual and a lot more upper body. Um, there's a lot of t- obstacles in Spartan that I have a lot of extra, like, are easier for me because I'm a bigger guy, but I have the upper body strength. So, I mean, you know, a lot of those, like, Herc Hoist and stuff, I can grab and I can pull. That was no problem. You know, where Tough Mudder was more like Block Nest Monster. There's no, there's no way I can get by that without a team. You know, I mean, when you've got that spinning block and trying to figure out how to do that by yourself, there's no way I could do that without a team there getting the block spinning for me, you know, and it was, it was a whole different atmosphere. I mean, it took the whole team based atmosphere to a whole new level. I mean, there were so many obstacles. I mean, you know, there was uh, the one where you had to carry your teammate, that one, I wish we'd had pictures of uh poor little, you know, uh, yeah. What's his gosh, darn it. I just forgot the guy's name and I feel really bad because I hang out with him all the time and my brain just isn't kicking in right now. But him trying to carry me, you know, peg leg is what we keep. I keep wanting to say peg leg because that's the nickname we gave him. And I hang out with him constantly. He's actually a friend and we do stuff and my brain just freaked out. But he carried me through this obstacle. You know, I carried him through part of it, which was easy because he's like 130 pounds. And then my big fat body got on top of him, and that was just scary. But yeah, no, that one I like. I mean, it was because oh, go ahead. Oh no, sorry. Um, well, I like that one too because I've been working with a uh, coach for a couple of years now. So the first time I tried to put my husband Ryan on my back, it wasn't going to happen. And so over the years, I've been yeah. able to progressively get farther and farther. And there's been a couple of races where I couldn't, but this time, like, hop back on in two days in a row, I carried him on my back. So I'm like, that down. Like, training is working. Yeah, that's awesome. That's good. I mean, that's that's awesome. The training part is is so much about what we do. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's the fun part, too, is, I mean, it's really, I mean, I've been training looking at Spartan races, thinking, okay, I need to train and figure that one out. But now that... You know, I, I've tried Tough Mudder, which I will be honest, after doing it now, I'm like, okay, when's the next one and when can I sign up? Oh. I mean, it was so much fun. Oh, no. I mean, you, you've you got me hooked. I mean, let's put it that way. So, yeah, it was, oh, it was awesome. And I, and I definitely want to do more. So you've got you, you've to watch out because I'm going to be all over the place now because I'm going to be like, hey, when's the next one and how can you get me on another one? So. <laughs> so how did you personally find electric shock therapy, though? Because I know that that was one that you were kind of on the fence about it. I was. I was very much on the fence about electric shock therapy. And I think what helped was the uh, the barbar crawl that had the electric shock on it. Um, going through that and being having my shoulders as broad as they are were, there was no way for me to go through that crawl without hitting the electric shock like every time I moved. Um, so I kind of had that electric shock before I got there. So I kind of had a, a warning of what it was going to be like. The electric shock therapy was a lot worse than the crawl, but it wasn't, oh, yes. <laughs> I, I built it up in my brain a lot more than it was. I went through it. It sucked. I didn't, it wasn't something I enjoyed, but I got over my fear. And I actually, if you look at the, uh, the videos that Dawn took, um, I turned around and I walked back. And ended up walking back through it a second time, trying to get everybody else to go. Because Nick, I didn't realize Nick has an issue with the electric shock. And I walked through it, and there's a bunch of video of me standing in the middle of it. You know, and I kept what you can't see in the video. I kept getting hit by the shock. I kept getting shocked while I was standing there talking to Nick. And, you know, there's every once in a while you'll see me kind of twitch when it hits me. But it, it... after going through it once, my fear kind of faded away on it. I think I would be completely fine on it now. Now that I've been through it the first time and I know how it feels, I'm like, okay, it sucks, but I can get through it. Yeah, and then with yeah. me, for the first time ever on the Saturday, I actually had quite the experience myself with electric shock. Like, I don't love it either, but for some reason, my brain wasn't there, and I had a bit of a panic attack before going through it, and my friend Shani actually volunteered to take me through, but unfortunately, there was a part where I stopped, and I kept taking shots to the head, so it's not fun, 
Um, but I got through the end and next course I do, I'm going to try and tackle it again. Cause you know what? One bad day doesn't mean a bad race forever. So. No. Well, I mean, that was my biggest thing. Cause a lot of people kept telling me when I was like, I- I'm afraid to do that one because I don't want to do the shock. And everyone's like, well, you can walk by it. And I'm like, I get that, but that's why I need to do it. Because if I'm not afraid of it, then I need to do it. And one thing a lot of other people don't know, I don't like tunnels. I've done <laughs> two, three races this year where I had to be in a tunnel. And I don't like tunnels at all. And there was a couple spots on that race where we had to go through places that were very restricting in that area. The one that you mentioned, the one where, where you know, the they had basically the things on your, that sat on your back. And I mean, someone my size trying to get through it, there was literally, they were on my back the whole time and there was weight. And that made me, my anxiety kick up. Luckily I, I, I was able to, you know, once, like I said, once I got to that point where my brain was like, you need to get the hell out of here. I was already halfway through and it's like, okay, it's going to be quicker for me just to go to the, go to the end than to try and go backwards, you know? But that that one got me, and then there was the other, uh, the other one where you actually had to go through a tunnel, and they had I don't know it was like Vicks VapoRub, but it was really weird. <laughs> the like Vicks VapoRub like smoke or whatever, but that was kind of weird. So that one bugged me because it like you went through and then it closed and it was pure darkness in there. And there was water like halfway, three quarters of the way up on the tube. Um, but I did get doggy kisses as I came out. So I was okay with that. But That was awesome. So. Yeah, that one is hydrophobia. And um, our first step under we did in 2015, they actually had an obstacle called Crybaby where you were in an enclosure and you couldn't see. And it was similar smoke or gas, whatever you want to call it, to what was in there. So that one was scary. But yeah, no, I'm claustrophobic myself. I don't like anything where I can't see or I don't know where the end is or I don't like things yeah. that are like just heavy on me. So I'm the same way, same way. Well, that's what I, I really loved about Tough Mudder is it, uh, it almost to me in a lot of ways felt like someone like reached into my head and said, okay, what are you afraid of? <laughs> We're going to make an entire race that's filled with your fears. And that's kind of, <laughs> I know it sounds horrible to say it that way, but that's what Tough Mudder was to me. It was like, here's an entire race based on every fear that you have and and let's go through it. And I, I, it was really eye opening for me to finish it Mm -hmm. because I finished that race and I'm like, I, there was only one obstacle that I wasn't able to complete. And that was the, the wall. And that was because of my leg. Um, what a lot of people don't know, if you watch the videos, you see the, what's it called? The Texas Hold'em. When I yeah. come off that one, I smash my uh, my shin into the obstacle and could barely walk for a while. <laughs> so, yeah. And then when we got to the wall, I just, I couldn't. When they're trying to go up the wall, my leg, it, it was a long time hanging. We almost had it. And then I went down. And when I slid down, I'm like, my leg's not going to let me try a second time. All right. And now we're going to take a quick pause so we can hear from our sponsors. Do you like challenges that are fun, tough, and might use tacos? Head on over to BeastChallenge.com and check out our upcoming events, including Beast's 5K+, Plus, a combination of race and endurance event, and the Bucket Mile. Keep an eye on the Beast OCR Facebook group for event gatherings. For more information, head on over to BeastChallenge.com and the Beast's OCR Facebook group. You'll be glad you did. And we're back. Everest, everyone's up there to help. Doesn't matter how long it takes. Like most people, there's some people that'll stay most of their race on Everest to make sure people get up. Yeah. Well, that's what killed me is I got up there and you and Ryan had my arms and Nick reached up and grabbed my leg, but Nick had an issue with his arm that we weren't aware of at that point. He told me later where he couldn't hold on and he ended up letting go of my leg. And when I slid back down, I'm like, okay, I'm done. I can't do this. So I'm just like, my leg is not going to let me try running up that again. And actually charity came back down and she looked at me and she's like, you're not doing that again. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. So, but it was, it was a a great, right. (laughs) Yeah. It was was a great course and I definitely want to do them again. Yes. And that's good. You're addicted because most people like anything, even OCR, they do it once and they always, always 
when is it next? When can I do this next? So, you know. <laughs> well, and it's, and I hate to say this, and I mean, you know, a lot of people know I've been a Spartan guy for, since 2015. And I love Spartan, and I'm not going to go against Spartan. But honestly, this year has been very tough for me. I mean, I've fought it, and a lot of people don't know how much I've really fought it. But I've really fought my own brain on whether or not I want to continue doing this. And, you know, because of physical issues and stuff like that, I have honestly really fought whether or not I want to continue doing this. Or if I just want to say, you know, I think it's time for me to bow out of OCR and find a new hobby. And honestly, Tough Mudder, I think, reawoken something that had been kind of, I've been, I've been fighting. So, I mean, it, it reminded me of why I love doing this to begin with. It was that family mm-hmm. feeling that, you know, just so much fun. I mean, you and Ryan, Ryan is a kick. I mean, if you guys have never met Ryan, you need to meet Ryan. He is a, a I mean, I, I still need to watch Strange Brew because he kept doing that accent that just cracked me up. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so, and if anybody doesn't know Sunday. what Strange Brew is, go watch it. What's that? <laughs> Oh, shameless plug. Um, so you guys missed Saturday, but uh, as you know, since we've been in the Tough Mudder community for a while, we've gotten to know the MCs quite well. And on Saturday at EST, uh, Clinton, the main uh, finisher's obstacle person, actually gave my daughter Sierra, who's seven, for those that don't know, the mic. And she was cheering people on and doing her little MC thing. It was like the cutest thing I've ever seen. And I've never seen something oh, like that. Oh, I'd love to have video of that. Yes. But uh, just little things like that with Tough Mudder. I mean... And see, Clinton was awesome because after we finished, because the one thing was when we got to electric shock therapy, I mean, I was pretty much like, if I stand here and think about this, I'm going to have problems with it. I mean, because I had a problem with Arctic enema where I sat there and it took me a while to go under that water because I don't, everyone knows I don't like the dunk wall. And basically Arctic enema is like, take the dunk wall and then throw ice cubes involved. And it makes it 10 times worse. So I had issues there, and then when we got there, I just went through the went through the electric shock therapy. I'm like, if I sit here and wait, I'm going to be here for an hour. Well, Nick had issues, and Nick didn't want to go. And then after we finished, Clinton came up to both of us afterwards, and he's like, you guys are why I love this. He's like, this is what, you know, you two sitting there, he's like, you hate this obstacle. Obviously, you went through and then turned around and came back. And you were trying to talk Nick through and Nick just, you know, he had that option of walking through, but he's like, no, I'm going through this obstacle. And it's just, and yeah, that's what was awesome about Clinton. I've never had a, an MC come up to us and be like, this is why I do this because of you. And that was amazing. So it, it was really cool to hear that. So. And he makes it a point of remembering yeah. people to like him and Sean see they must see hundreds of thousands of people a year at all these events and they remember certain people like they'll come up. I think it was yeah. last year at Whistler. Uh, Clinton came up to Ryan on father's day and gave him a massage. If he sees us, he tells me I'm his favorite, but I'm sure he says that to everybody, but he just remembers people and you don't see any other MCs at races that will remember people or will call you out or anything like that. Like, that's unique. No. Well, I mean, you're my favorite. So, I mean, just so you know, so you're my favorite, but yep. <laughs> but I mean, it was awesome to, to see that. I mean, I definitely want to. I mean, I'm looking right now. I want to see, you know, when the races are that are close to me, so maybe I can go up to Whistler and try that one out and stuff like that. Because I mean, Tough Mudder. It's like I said, I've been a Spartan guy for since 2015, but I mean, this this race may have converted me a little bit. So I'm gonna have to look at different ways that maybe I can volunteer for for Tough Mudder and see how I can get some some free races that way. So it was awesome. I, I love the feeling. I love the people. I definitely want to next year. I want to do the Saturday, you know, the Saturday race and maybe even like do a Saturday race volunteer and then do a Sunday race. I mean, it, it was awesome. I mean, just the feeling of running with you and Ryan and Ryan's, you know, Ryan was killing me. I mean, right. when I sit there and make a comment about you guys being Canadian and then all of a sudden he'd kick in the Canadian accent and I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> 
I know for sure. And then in the Tough Mudder community, like if you do weekends of races, which a lot of people do, Saturday, most people try and push themselves a bit, obviously. And then Sunday is basically like Sunday fun day where you take a group, you go on a course, you help people, you kind of just, you know, hang out and it's more chill. So that's definitely an option, although, you know, it's it's whatever you want to make of it, right? So. Oh, yeah. And I mean, that's what's amazing about that, that with the Tough Mudder community is, I mean, and like I said, a lot of their obstacles are set up. So you have to help like Block Ness Monster. I mean, how are you going to I mean, I'm sure you can. I'm sure there's a way that the elites have figured out how to get through that without help. But my fat butt isn't getting through there without help, you know, and it's, and that's one of my you know, not too long ago. I know Oh, it's an awesome obstacle. I love it. I know. I think it was. Don or Kyle did an episode with Allison Ty and they were talking about like one of the tough mutters where someone, I can't remember who it was, but one of the elites stopped to help the other two elites behind her get over the wall, get over Everest so that they can continue on. And it's like, you're in front. Why, you know, on any other race, why would you stop to help your the, the second and third place people? But in tough mutter, it's like, whatever. You know, this is about helping each other. It's not about, and I think that's what it is. I think Spartan, you know, and I, like I said, I love Spartan. I've been a Spartan guy for years, but it's more about the, like the individual. There there is the team atmosphere and the helping each other. But in all reality, if you go down to the mat, the, you know, the nitty gritty, it's all about the individual and being the best you that you can be, which is nothing wrong with. I love that. I love being the best you that you can be, but Tough Mudder is the best team that you can be. To be the best you, you have to make sure that the person behind you can be the best them. And that's what I think I love about the the Tough Mudder community. You know, everything, there was nothing, there was not one time on that course. And I mean, I was with a team, but even the team, there was not one time I felt alone. Yep. You know, that's very true. When you're going through what is it called? The mud mile where there's those four or five huge pits that were what? Six or seven feet deep of mud. Yep. And mm-hmm. it was, there was never a time that you felt alone. You know, I have no idea who that other team was that we were helping through the whole time. And we pretty much the whole eight miles, we were helping these, each other back and forth. I have no idea who they are. But for those few hours while we were doing that race, we were we were family. We were. And that's totally. amazing. Pick yeah. up people along the way. It's like, okay, you're with me now. You're finishing with me. So it's all good. Yeah. yeah. And, um, that is awesome. So, so I can too, definitely I see why you're an ambassador. What's that? Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. But with them, Tough Mudder. It is about team. It is about working together, but there's also, you know, to have goals, right, with all your races. And I think we've touched upon this before, but actually in 2020, I'm running World's Toughest Mudder, which is the 24-hour, uh, as many laps of a Tough Mudder five-mile course as you can do. Yeah. And I'm I'm, I'm thinking about it. Where that Where is that usually at? Because it's in, it's in Vegas, right? It was in Vegas, Normal. but now it's in Atlanta, Georgia. So they'll announce the place after this year's Worlds. I'm thinking I want to do that. I mean, it's one of those things for me. It was always, and this sounds horrible to say, I always wanted to do Tahoe for Spartan. And this year I actually, I had the opportunity and I said no. Because after everything I went to in you know, Hawaii, Spartan and everything else and how badly I destroyed my body to finish those three races and then mm-hmm. to do Tahoe I would have had to skip the Tough Mudder and everything else to give my body time to heal and I'm like you know it's not worth it I would rather do Tough Mudder and do some of these other fun races with my friends and family and I'm looking to 2020 and like I said I'm looking at more of some of the other races um, I've been a Spartan guy for years and I, I still love Spartan no, nothing against them, but I want to try some of the other races. All right, and now we're going to take a quick pause so we can hear from our sponsors. Like what you hear? Make sure and subscribe and review us on your favorite podcast platform. 
Be sure to find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you're using YouTube, please click the little red subscribe icon, then click the little bell for notifications of future episodes. And if you could, give us a thumbs up. And we're back. I want to try, you know, a little few more Tough Mudders. I want to try Savage. I want to try Bone Frog. I want to try some of those races that I'm going to have to go to the East Coast for. Which, you know, my my wife only sees a problem with the money part. She'd love to go to the East Coast just to get away from here. But, you know, I want to try some of those other races. So what are the other ones you've done? I know you've done Spartan and you've done Tough Um, Mudder. Tough Mudder, Spartan, Rugged Maniac. That mm-hmm. was here, and we do that one every year. Um, we did Dirty Dash when I came here for the one year. That was fun. Yeah. I run a lot, so I've done a lot more runs. But I know um, Allison Ty, uh, before she relocated, we actually had a team called Van City OCR, and they would host smaller yeah. obstacle course races like the Corn Maze that we did, which is a little fun family one. Well, I know Allison Ty with her new location that she's at. She's been talking about having some more races like that, but. Oh, we got to do a battle frog too. Once, once. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one my kid holds against me because the one time battle frog was here, I had a broken foot and couldn't race. So my, my child got to have, well, he was 16 at the time. He got to have my race and he holds against me that he has that medal and I'll never have it. So. Yeah. Yes. He's an evil little guy. No, no, we don't. I trained him well. <laughs> I bet they are. I think, yeah, most of the last couple of years, most of our focus has been Tough Mudder, but again, Rugged Maniac, which is a nice, quick, fun kind of little thing. And I like multi lapping that one just because, right? It's just, why not? Yeah. Well, see, that's what we have. We, have, we had Rugged Maniac in Seattle, but because of. A venue issue, Rugged Maniac hasn't been back in a couple of years. So oh. we're hoping they come back eventually and find a new venue. But, yeah. So Rugged Maniac's one. We don't get a lot up here in the in the uh, Northwest. We have to kind of go, uh, unfortunately, to Canada for some of them. But, you know. Yeah, I know. You know, those, Canadian, those Canadians are kind of weird. Yeah, well, our beer is better, so, you know. Well, yeah, but. It's all good. I mean, your beer, your sports, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, I'm honestly, I think I should have been Canadian, but, so. I mean, hockey is a much better sport than football, so. It is, actually. The only sport I really follow is OCR, but that's obviously because we're so deep into the community. Other than that, I'm like, eh, you know. OCR is OCR, I do. I follow a lot of the OCR stuff because, I mean, I'm so far in the community, plus doing the podcast and everything else. I kind of keep up with some of it, but it's, you know, yeah. I mean, I have my favorites. I mean, obviously, being from the Northwest, one of my favorites is Rose. I mean, who doesn't love Rose? I mean, she's from Seattle, so you have to love Rose Wetzel. You know. I was going to say I'm that to think of the other ones. you guys did miss out on a treat, though, for Tough Mudder, because um, Sean Corbell is normally the start line MC, And I know it was E-Rock no. this year. Hopefully you get to do a race where it's Sean, because his speech is hilarious. <laughs> and see, that can change a whole lot, because that's the one thing. And I mean, you know, with Spartan, because I'm a Spartan guy, I've done mostly Spartans. Dustin DeRoe, who is now, I think, with Terrain Race. Um, yep. he used to be the guy for Spartan and he, I, I mean, Dustin was one of those guys. He could give you a speech that by the time you were end, he ended it, you felt like you could take on Everest, you know? And it was just like, he could just really get you amped up. I mean, I can remember one race where he actually did the, the theme from the, the independence day movie. He did the speech from that. Uh, like one of the wow. Montana races, and it was amazing. But it's like, you know, and I mean, nothing against John or the other guys that do it now, but I mean, Dustin was, he was my favorite. He was my guy. So, yeah, a good MC can change a whole event. Mm-hmm. So, Agreed. It can either make, well, not make you or break you, but it can pump you up or not, right? So, 
Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. It's like a good team. I mean, a good teammate. I mean, there's times I've been on races where you you're at that starting line and you're like, this is stupid. I should probably just quit and go home. And then you have those teammates that are with you that are like, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. I mean, it was like, it was like when we did the soft mutter, I mean, really we could have easily just been like, yeah, let's do the five K. Let's not even bother going for those turns. We could just make that right turn and go to the five K and we'll be fine. And it was that teammates with us. Like, what are you doing? Come on. You want to have some fun? Let's go have the fun side. Let's keep going and have some fun with this, you know, and that's kind of, you know, that changes everything that those teammates that can just be like, Hey, what are you, what are you thinking? Let's go. Let's have the fun side. Let's go do some fun. Let's go do these races. And I think that's, what's kept me involved in these races, you know, in all the years where, you know, I've gained weight, had the foot issue and all that stuff. And I've wanted to quit. It's guys like you, the friends, the, the, the teammates that keep pushing me that I, you know, keep me going. Well, I got a, a couple of confessions to make. So our first Tough Mudder, when I signed up, this was way back in the day where if you signed up the next day for the next year's event, tickets were 65 bucks. That hasn't happened in like a million years. I didn't realize how much I swear or swore that course. And we had a buddy from Works GoPro. And then we decided to watch the video afterwards. And we had like family here. And I'm like, oh my, the things that came out of my mouth. So <laughs> some people use swearing for fear so there's that and then i don't know um oh oh electric shock therapy so boggs and i had been talking actually when he told me you were doing a tough mutter and he's like mm-hmm. i'm taking him through electric shock and i'm like let me talk to clinton so that was not set up but kind of was because you know it's always nice when someone's like hey and i heard clinton called you out a few times so he did <laughs> he did He's like, oh, pretty Mike, I've heard about you. And then by the end of it, I think he was calling me, was it Dirty Mike? Because of some of the things that I said while we we're in the in the electric shock. So Yeah. Nice. Uh, There's a few the things that came out of my mouth on that one. Yeah, the video that we have of you from Entrapment with Boggs dancing behind you. Oh my god, that was funny. I'm sorry, but it was. It was hilarious. Oh. It was. The hard part thing is, is for me, I mean, because of like how much damage I've done to my knees over the years and everything else, trying to crawl like that and then trying not to get shocked when literally my shoulders, I don't know if you could tell in the video, are bigger than the, the, than the track they gave me. So, I mean, there was no way I wasn't going to touch the, you know, the electric shock on that. So... Because my shoulders were literally bigger than the track. Yeah, that's it. And, and you then guys you, were on the track yeah. that didn't have the wires hanging down, too, which you're lucky, because that would have been worse, I think. I mean, that was the thing. I tried going over to the one that had, like, one or two wires, and that was it. And I was like, yeah, no, you you, you need to go over here to that one. What? Like, yeah, okay, no, I guess sure. I'm going to go get... Yeah. Yeah. So no, out of all the yeah. that you did, though, um, on the Tough Mudder course, because I know you probably have favorite Spartan ones, what were a couple of the ones that you really liked on the Mudder course? Um, I really liked, oh, and see, I'm horrible about names. Um, there was the swing where you jump out, grab the thing, and swing out and try and hit the, the bell. I wish I would have gone over to the one that was two. If that meant, you know, where you grab one, swing out, grab the other one, then swing out, hit the bell. I should have done that. A leap of faith. That's what I think it was called. Um, that one I yeah, really liked, right. um, leap of faith was good. Uh, Arctic enema, um, can go to hell. I, I never want to see that again, <laughs> but I'm sure I will. Yep. Um, all I could say about that one, I'm glad I have as many kids as I always wanted. So, um, I, I plan to plan on plan of having any more. And after that, that part, I don't think I ever can. Um, but the Arctic enema was no, uh, I was trying to think of the other ones. I mean, it's hard to say because I mean, I just love the course. Uh, Block Nest Monster was awesome. Um, it looks like a complete nightmare till you get in there, and then once you start doing it, the whole team atmosphere is just so cool to, you know, really get those things spinning, and then get up yep. there and ride it over. Then you have to try and get it spinning so that other people come in behind you, and I mean, it's just the coolest thing. Um, the whole team atmosphere was just amazing. 
I mean, like I said, there was never a part that I didn't feel, you never feel alone. You know, I mean, you could, you can go and do that solo and you will never, never feel alone. Because there's always someone there to help you because you have to, you have to have someone to help you. So, um, I do want another shot at Texas Hold'em. Uh, probably a shot where I don't come off and like smash my, my shin, but that was, yeah, that was slightly painful, but, um, yeah, no, I mean, the whole thing, the whole atmosphere, everything was awesome. Uh, the, the, oh, Augustus Gloop. That one was really cool, except for luckily we like went up it when the, there was an issue with the generator. So there was no water coming through. And like, as I climbed out of it, all of a sudden the water started dumping out because they fixed the generator. I'm like, that was timing. That was perfect timing. So, yeah. All right. And now we're going to take a quick pause so we can hear from our sponsors. Does your business need first aid, AED, OSHA, flagging, or other safety training? James Safety Services is your one-stop shop. Find them on Facebook today at James Safety Services WA and ask for a quote on hosting your training needs. And we're back. What are your favorites? Um, Block Ness is my favorite, always. And what was the other one that I liked this year? I liked Hydrophobia just because I'm so claustrophobic. Because it made me tell my brain to shut up and just go. And yeah. I love to hate electric shock therapy because those that haven't done it, it's a real mind. Pardon the French. (laughs) Oh, it is. It is a huge, huge, because that's what killed me on it. Like I said, I haven't, I'm, I'm mad at myself because all these years that I could have been doing Tough Mudder, I never did. And my biggest excuse was I don't want to be shocked. And Mm -hmm. now I'm looking back going, I really wish I would have done this four or five years ago when I first, you know, had the chance. And, you know, I mean, cause like a lot of people don't know 2016, I had actually registered to volunteer as uh, one of the medic personnel because I have my medic trainer and all that fun stuff. I have all sorts of certifications and that um, to do that in 2016. But after I broke my foot, I'm like, I'm not running the race with no protection on my foot. So I never did it, and I really wish I would have. I really wish to go back in time to tell myself to say, hey, you should do this. So I always had an excuse every year. I think after that, it was the same weekend as Warrior, so I'd always do Warrior Dash because that's, you know, whatever. And now looking back, I'm like, I really wish I would have gone out of my way to do the Tough Mudder because, I mean, it's not as scary as I thought it was. One tip yeah, for anyone who's shocking. listening that was thinking about it. But uh, can you hear me? Am I cutting out again? You, you did for a sec, but you're doing fine now. Okay. Um, anyone who's going to do a Tough mutter, do not YouTube fail videos first because it, it will scare you. Do not do that. Just sign up and go. Yeah. And I'll be honest, that's my mistake. Is like I told everyone, I saw all these videos. There's a video which I probably shouldn't say this now of a guy getting shocked because he tried crawling under and it like hits him in the shoulder and then he falls face first in the mud. And then of course, cause you're face first in the mud, your first reaction is to push up, which then he gets shocked again. And then he's like a fish just like flopping back and forth, getting shocked and drowning and shocked and drowning until someone drags him and pull him out. And I'm like, and there's why I'll never do it. And then now doing it, I'm like, well, for one, you shouldn't try and crawl under it because you're going to get shocked. You're, you're going to. There's no real way to get through electric shock without getting hit. You just got to run through. And I mean, in all reality, if it's that big of an issue, you can rock around it. But for me, that's why I had to do it. Is you know, like I said, I mean, it was... It pretty much, you took all my fears of tunnels, going underwater without being able to see into it, cold water, like every fear I have and said, okay, we're going to make a race that covers all of them. That was Tough Mudder. And I am so glad I did it because it's like, okay, I just faced pretty much every fear I have in one race and now I want to do it again. Um, Arctic Enema for me this year was a struggle though, just because as you know, the clearance to get under that fence, the other side, there's like no room. You have to go right under and you can't see anything. 
And that water yeah. is cold. Actually, the, the tougher mudder, which is the time one the day before, um, if you're one of the super fast elites, they actually hand you your own bag of ice to dump in there before you go in. Oh, that's awesome. No, I don't think so. And see, that's how I have to get over. I've thought about it. I've, I'm thinking next year, I mean, I'm half tempted. I'm like, you know, if I, you know, do what I'm supposed to and keep on my workout track and everything else, I want to do the top from out here. I want to go for the, the timed one and try it and all that. But that's where my problem is. Like when we hit that, you know, to go under that dark, I, uh, I don't like to put my head underwater that I can't see into. If I could see through it, I'm fine. The cold doesn't kill me. It's just the, the seeing what's under there. It's like I've seen enough horror movies. I know what's under the water you can't see into, you know. And, and so it, it drives me nuts, and my brain just, you know, it gets that, you know, and that's what I have to deal with. And, I mean, I have to work on that. But that's what would kill me on that race I would just have to do. The people behind me did it perfectly. They didn't even think about it. They jumped into the water, went straight in, dropped straight down, went underwater, under it, and out. They were in and out in less than 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. And done. I was there for probably 10 minutes arguing with myself on why I don't need to go under that. <laughs> I've done that, too. <laughs> Oh my goodness! But yeah, no, that um, they they switch Arctic up slightly every year. I think the first year I did it, you had to go under and then over. I'd have to look at my photos again, but I have never gotten gotten out of water that quick before ever, ever. No, I understand. Cause I, yeah, I hate that. I don't like cold water, and I don't like putting my head under water that I can't see and do. So, Arctic Enema is like you know the the epitome of my my issues with going under a wall so and then um for anyone who is listening that wants to do a tough mutter please 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 find yourself a team to train with or a coach i don't recommend going to tough mutter blind um just because the fact you will be doing some running you will be doing climbing and grip strength and things so you want to make sure you're actually prepared because i know the course that we did together mike was eight miles they're normally 10 so about 16 kilometers for those canadians and also, 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 and anyone doing any races, please practice your nutrition beforehand. I've seen so many people get sick on course because they're like, hey, let's try something new. No, bad idea. Bad, bad. Yeah, <laughs> bad. yeah whatever you're going to use on course, make sure that's what you use in your training. I see so many people that are like, hey, I'm going to do this course and I'm going to try, you know, these waffle things or sport beans or whatever. And I'm like, and me, I'm one of those. I love sport beans, but I've used them for years in my training and in my racing. So I know what they do to my body. And then all of a sudden I'll try something new. Like I'll be doing the course and they're like, Oh, we're going to give out these things at the, the water station. And I try it and I'm like, Oh, no, I'm going to puke. You know, it's it, it, honestly the last Spartan race, they gave out pickle juice, which I'm like, Oh, that'll be awesome. I tried the pickle juice. It took me like three miles before I wasn't about to puke because I, my body wasn't oh. used to that pickle juice in the middle of a race. You know, so I mean, yeah, I, make sure your body's used to whatever you're going to use. Pickle juice, that's yeah. interesting. I haven't gotten onto that bandwagon yet. I don't know if I can. I like pickles, but the thought of drinking pickle juice, it's like, nah, I'm good. See, I don't like dill pickles. I like sweet pickles. And I'll eat oh, okay. sweet pickles, like, with a fork and, and then drink the juice out of the jar just because I'm weird. But doing it in a race was, yeah, that didn't, yeah, that didn't go well with my stomach. My stomach went very, like... Immediately, like the second I drank it, I'm like, this was a bad idea. This was not what I should have done. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at that point, you're like, eh, I guess I got to just kind of go with it. So, No, for sure. And we, because we got to our Airbnb so late the Friday, like I think I did the first day of Tough Mudder and four and a half hours sleep, which is also probably why I freaked out electric shock. So that's not recommended either in case anyone's wondering. Get sleep. Sleep no. good. <laughs> Yeah, sleep's easy to get there. Yes. And that's the hardest part is, I mean, I think that's one of the things I've tried so hard with the races I do is trying to figure out the travel. Um, I've done the races where, you know, you fly in the night before, then you go and you do the race. And like you said, you get like four or five hours of sleep because you're getting ready the night before. And then you got to leave early in the morning to get to the race. And you only get a few hours of sleep. And then all of a sudden after the race, you're like, okay, I got to get back to the airport because I'm flying home. And uh, I've only done that a couple of times. And I'm like, I can't do this. 
because now there's no joy in the race for me. Because now it's just like, okay, I got to hurry. Because you're thinking the whole race, like, I got to be in the airport in like four hours. I better hurry up and finish this thing so I can get back to the car and get to the airport. And it's just, yeah. Mm -hmm. I never enjoyed that. So, or that you get the ones I did in Hawaii where I finished the race on Sunday and then raced on, or went home on Monday. And my legs were so sore from Sunday that trying to sit on a plane for five hours, I wanted to, yeah. Like when they're like, okay, we've landed, you can get up. I'm like, I don't think I can. I need help. <laughs> no. My legs don't want to work anymore. And uh, actually, yeah. um, funny enough, something I've noticed is as people get more and more into our sport, I noticed that there's the first couple of years, and I'm sure you've done it too, where it's all hardcore. It's like, let's do races every yeah. weekend and go, 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 go. But then as you get more into it, you learn. It's like, no, I need recovery. I like having money that's not yeah. being spent on a race. I like having other hobbies. So there's lots of different things when it comes to this community and everything that goes on. It's quite interesting to see first couple of years hardcore. And then people start to taper off and almost find the series they like the best or go and try different things. So it's, everything is part and parcel with experience for sure. Yeah. Oh, it is. I mean, that's the thing like for me, it's like, you know, like this year I did, I finally did the Hawaii and all three, you know, all three races in a weekend. And I'm like, I don't think I'll ever do that again. Um, I'm not even sure if I want to do two races in a weekend anymore. It's like one one is enough, you know, with the Spartan races. With Tough Mudder, just because the way I could see doing two Tough Mudders in a weekend, because it was less about, like, the, the oh, how do I say it? Less about killing yourself and more about the fun mm -hmm. when I did the Tough yep. Mudders. Spartan is more about pushing yourself to that limit and then going beyond. And, and that's kind of how I felt, you know. Because, I mean, I did Hawaii and I did three in a weekend and I really thought was probably pushing. And I think for me, that's why I see it that way at the moment. It's because I pushed myself. I was done on Saturday. I'm like, this is stupid. I don't want to do any more. And then I went back Sunday and did two more races. So, yeah. So that's kind of pushing myself to the limit and beyond. Because, I mean, as, you know, Nick will tell you, if you ask him, I told him multiple times after the super, I'm like, I'm done. I'm not doing the sprint. And he's like, cool, let's go get our packet and do this. And I think I was about two miles into the sprint when I'm like, wait a minute, I'm pretty much, I told you, sure, I told you no, but I guess we're here, so I might as well finish. But, <laughs> you know, and that's kind of the, that's kind of the feel of Spartan is I think you push yourself to a limit and then step beyond it. Where Tough Mudder was more of figuring out mentally, how can I deal with this this electric shock? How can I deal with this cold and putting my head under it? And you know, a lot of their obstacles was more of a mental, a mental, you know, dealing with a mental issue than a physical. And I think that's why I love both of them, is because they give you both sides of that. You know, yep. Tough Mudder was more of a mental, like, how do I deal with that? I feel like I'm being crushed by these obstacles, but I got to get through to the other side. Or, you know, I'm in this tunnel and it's it's cold and there's this weird, like, big vapor rub smell in here. And, yeah, I can't see. And there's water up to my chin. And you're just like, eh. But you're pushing yourself through it mentally anyway, you know, and that's kind of the difference, I think, between the two race brands. I mean, they're both amazing. I love both race brands, and I want to do more with both, but it's just, they're so different. They are. And, and I think one, that's kind of what you were Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Well, it is different, too. And then, like, as you were saying, like, you've done your Hawaii weekend. That's one and done. Same thing with me. Like, I did the Sun Peaks Beast, or Sun Peaks Beast in 2017. Got my trifecta. I'm like, I'm good. I've done it. I suffered through the 10 plus hours on the mountain. I don't need to ever do anything like that again. Yeah. And I, and I think that's it. And like I said, I mean, just the two, I mean, and I think that's the hard part for me is because forever I've always been comparing Tough Mudder and Spartan to each other when there's, mm -hmm. I mean, no other way to say this, but there's really no comparison. Nope. They're completely different. And the way that they go about it, where Spartan, like I said, it's more of an individual, what can I do to rise above and be a Spartan and be like, and I'm the best and I am me, I'm the best me that I can be. And then Tough Mudder, where you're like, I've risen above and I've become the best teammate that I can be. 
And I mean, it's just two different, completely different race brands and two different, completely different philosophies. And I love them both. Well, I just like with Tough Mudder too. So, like I know with Spartan and other races you do, you get a medal, but you get headbands with, yeah. with Tough Mudder. And I think that's kind of cool because it's different. It is a little different. And that was weird for mm. me because I was like, where, where's my damn medal? Cause I don't know if you've ever seen my, my pictures of my wall of medals. And I'm like, Hmm, but I like the headband. It's something different where it's like, you know, like you said, you know, Spartan is like, Hey, I've got all my medals. And then all of a sudden I'm like, Hey, I've got my headband. So it's a, it's a, it's a different atmosphere and a different attitude. But you know, if you asked me which was better, I don't know if I could tell you. I think it would, it would, it, it comes down to one of those, which is better. It depends. What do you want? Mm-hmm. Both of them are going to push you to your, they're going to push you to be the best you that you can be, but in different ways. Yep. And uh, plus with Tough Mudder, once you've done, you're now considered a legionnaire because you've done one event. So the next, and they go up by headband colors and counts too. So it's slightly different, which is cool as well. So if you do more of these events, you will end up with a, um, Probably quite a few different colored headbands. It's neat. That's my plan. I wanted to do more because I know there's one in Whistler, and I'm going to have to figure out when that one is so I can go out to that one. You know, and then, of course, they'll be back here, which I got to get that race, which I think I'm going to look at, you know, become a, a mutter volunteer. You know, I've already, like, logged on to it. I've just got to set it up, become a mutter volunteer, and I think do the, like, Saturday volunteer, Sunday race, or figure out how I can do race both days and volunteer somehow. I don't know. I got to figure that part out. So, yeah. No, it's all good. I, I, I just, and it's, it's not funny, but it, and it's not ironic, but just hearing you gush about Tough Mudder is awesome because people who've never done one, once they do one, they're like, holy crap. Right? So. Yeah. Well, that was my thing. I'll be honest. I mean, I've been, I mean, those that know me, I'm Spartan Street Team. I've been Street Team for since 2015. Um, and I've always pushed Spartan and when people have asked me about it, I'm like, you know, really, you know, the only difference is, you know, Spartan doesn't have the electric shock and now doing the tough mutter. I'm like, that's not the only difference. The difference is, is the attitude, everything else. I mean, they are, like I said, they're completely, completely, you know, different race brands, completely different race attitudes. Neither I think is better than the other in any way. It's just, they're different. And it's a matter of realizing which one you prefer better, you know, and it's just, yeah, I love both of them. And I definitely want to do more no with Tough Mudder. No burpees, no burpees, which makes me yeah, happy no burpees. I hate burpees. <laughs> yeah, I hate burpees too. So the, the burpees is a good thing. I, I am happy about that, but you know, I mean, it's just two different brands. I mean, it's two different brands and two different looks, you know, two different styles of the same type of idea. And, uh, you know, like I said, I don't think either one's really, in my mind anyway, and I'm sure in other people's minds, one's better than the other. But in my mind, I don't see one really being better than the other. I just see them as being different. Exactly. You know, I, I would love to do them. I would love to do them both. See, my, my, in my mind, the way that it would be perfect is if there was like a Spartan on one day and a Tough Mudder on like, like a Spartan on Saturday and a Tough Mudder on Sunday at like every weights weekend. And then I could just go into a vault all over the place. So that would be ideal, but I don't think that's ever going to work out that way. No. <laughs> um, I was going to mention though, because I'm now a brand ambassador again for 2020, um, I can give you guys a code to post on your Facebook, whatever, for the 30% off. So if any more beasts want to come, first timers, they can save some cash because, as you know, our hobby is not cheap. So, <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, and that's what I was saying, yeah. figuring out the like the the volunteering part because I do it. That's why I became a street team member for street team or for Spartan and volunteer for Spartan because they're they're not they're not cheap. So I got to figure that out with the tough mutter side too, is how to do the volunteering part of that. But so, yeah, definitely give me that code. And is that only work for first timers or do I have to um, use like four different asked, emails so I get cheap races? <laughs> we've asked them to try to see if they'll give us uh, discount codes for returning people. But right now the 30% off is only for noobs. Okay. Okay. 
Well, which is fine. I mean, it's still 30% yes. <laughs> off. But I mean, like I said, there's other ways. If you go to Top Mudder website, um, there is the Mudder volunteers that you can sign up for and volunteer to get uh, discounted or free races. Depends on which, which you know, volunteer duty you sign up for. I mean, it's it's so great. I mean, the, the whole idea, I mean, a lot of these races depend on the volunteers to help out, to, you know. I mean, it's expensive to, to pay for the insurance, the race venue, all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, definitely think about doing one. And if you're you're thinking about doing one, reach out to me or Charity, and we'll, we'll kind of help you out on trying to get, you know, get you into your first Top Mudder or, you know, whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, and then just so you know, Mike, Tough Mudder takes really good care of their volunteers. Um, like, besides getting the, the race code, depending on the shift you do, there's also, like, they bring you in lunch. They take really good care of their volunteers. So it's it's a really good company that recognizes people's time is valuable. So they, they, they pay it forward, for sure. That's awesome. they got to figure out how to become an ambassador. So... I'll um, talk to you about that later. I would, yeah, no, for sure. But I think you have to run at least two. So maybe not for 2020, but maybe 2021 we can talk about that. But I'll, I'll take a look at what the we'll requirements talk about are. It. Yeah, you know. Well, you could always put me in your suitcase and take me to Sydney with you, and then I can get my second one. <laughs> yeah, right. <So. laughs> Yay. I have a passport, you know. Uh, you're just saying, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just saying. We're actually doing Sydney, Melbourne, and Cairns. We're going to be gone for like 12 days, so we're doing a bunch of it. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I've always wanted to go to, to Australia, but yeah, someday. So, all right, well, we're coming up on that hour mark, um, which is like where we, where we like to keep these these at. So, what in closing, what, what would you say to the listeners about Tough Mudder and why they, why they should be signing up to do these races? All right. Um, so just in general, I'll make a statement about OCR first. A lot of people, in my experience, tend to be intimidated. They tend to think they'll get called out or mocked if they're not in the best shape. They feel they're too hard or they can't. Um, in the past year, we've gotten more new people to try out smaller obstacle course races than we have ever. It's just a matter of you know, run with the team. Be with the team, be with people, experience it for the first time. Do not watch videos, do not look at Facebook, just go and make up your own mind on that. Um, as for Tough Mudder, as me and Mike have chatted about for sure, it's about the community. So with Tough Mudder, if you can't do an obstacle or if you don't feel safe, you walk around, there will be no judgment. That way next year you can come yeah. back stronger, work harder to beat the obstacle. But Tough Mudder is more of a mental than it is a physical. Like if you want to train and, you know, do the race in like two hours and be hardcore, that's your choice. But Tough Mudder to me is about community and family, and that's why you should do one. And see, that's awesome. And and that's that's what I loved about Tough Mudder this last weekend was just the, the sense of community. Um, like I said, in, in Spartan, they always tell you, hey, you're never alone. In Tough Mudder, I, I felt that more than ever was there There was never a time I was alone. I made so many friends on that race, people that I'll probably never talk to again. But during that race, mm-hmm. they were family. You know, and that was so awesome. We came up to, and I can't remember what they called it. In Spartan, it would be called the inverted wall. But uh, they had a different name for it. Skid for the mark. Tough mutter. That was called skid and, mark. Yeah, skid mark. And there was a, a lady there that was a bigger lady. And when she came up to it, she's like, I can't do this. And we all looked at it. There was like six or seven of us that looked at her and said, yeah, you can. Let's do it. And we all got her up and over that. And she just, the look on her face when she finished was like, oh, my God, I never even thought that I, I had a chance of doing that. And now all of a sudden she did it. And, I mean, that's, oh, that's what I love. That is, that look and that reaction after they did something that they never thought they could was what I loved, and that was the whole thing on nobody in that race looked at somebody else and said, good luck. It was, how do I get you through this? And it, it was a completely different feeling, and I loved it, and I definitely want to do more of them. For sure. 
All right. Well, it's been a blast talking to you, and I'm sure we will talk to you again because you're amazing. So, and tell Ryan that um, I, I've got to watch Strange Brew just because of his 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 action or his voice and his, you know, yeah, that accent that he kept doing on purpose. I mean, totally messing with us, but it was amazing. So it made me love Strange Brew. So, yeah. Ryan is awesome. You're awesome. And I can't wait to talk to you again. And for sure. And just as another side note, it was nice to finally meet you guys in person and be with you on course. Like it wasn't when sometimes when you meet people for the first time, you're like, okay, you're feeling them out. But with us, it's just like, hey, how's it going? So it was, it was really cool. So in the OCR community, people get into it these was. races, you will find that. Yeah. And it was awesome. That, that was true. I mean, we'd never actually, before this race, I don't think we'd ever actually met in person. We've talked on the phone a few times and done stuff like this, but this was the first time we really got the chance to talk and meet in person. And it was awesome. So, and like I said, I'd never talked to Ryan or met Ryan and Ryan was, yeah, Ryan was awesome. So you definitely got to, I definitely got to go to another race and do one with you and Ryan. So. Yeah, for sure. Oh, sure. All right. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome, and uh, you have a good evening, and uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll chat soon. All right, we will. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet Podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. This show is brought to you by James Safety Services in partnership with Beast OCR. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you like to hear. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or at BeastOCR.com.